and this is the podcast, Go Be Great. There's no such thing as TMI here, so let's chat, meet amazing humans, and have conversations about life, confidence, and more without the filter. Come hang weekly as I shed light on the topics we often feel we need to hide as we celebrate the ebbs and flows of learning what being great really looks like. Buckle up, buttercups, and let's go be great together. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Hello, hello. This week we have a really special episode in my eyes. This is going to be an interesting conversation because I wanted to do a special Mother's Day edition. So who else to have on other than my mom? So we have Kathleen Chico joining us today. She is a preschool teacher and much more than that, but she's also my mom. We're going to dive in and this is going to be so much fun. Everyone say hi to my mom. Malin, you can enter the uh, clapping here, the applause. <laughs> Hello. Are you nervous? Yes, I'm in. I am nervous. This is very much outside your comfort zone. So I'm proud of you for doing it. 100%. 100%. But we're going to get into um, all of the things. Over under on how many minutes it's going to take for you to start crying. Over under? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a crier. So I'm saying. That's where I get it from. Yeah, exactly. I- I'm saying five minutes in. <laughs> They'll maybe a little jerk a tear here or there. Yeah. I don't know if Lauren, Lauren is my sister, for those of you that don't know. I don't, and she's younger. I don't know if Lauren is the same in that way, but like my mom will, my mom and I both will cry when we're happy, when we're sad. If we see anybody else crying, we immediately start crying. A commercial. Frustration, anger, anything. Yeah. 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 Okay. So here we go. Question number one. What is the peak and pit of motherhood? Well, the peak, of course, is the love and watching this little nurture, this little child that was given to you, watch them grow and become who they are, getting bits and pieces of people in their lives like, oh, that's dad. And oh, look, that's mom's laugh or whatever. And just watching them grow and become their own person. That's that's wonderful to see and then grow into the great human beings, (laughs) no great people. Thank you. We're just Um, so great. Yeah, you are so great. Um, The pit is the worry. And it doesn't matter if they're infants and you don't know why they're crying or they're adult people and now you don't know where they are in the world. Or they say, you know, you're only as happy as your saddest child or whatever, whatever that expression is. That's tough. That's hard. You can't fix everything. What does daddy always say? You can't fix anything but a broken heart. Yes. Is dad doing something in the background yes, of upstairs? Course of course he is. Okay. What's he doing? Want me to stop? No, it's fine. He's fine. He's, he, listen, he can't, I know. he has to be moving. He can't just sit I, still. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Tell him to stop. This. I'm keeping this in. Oh, please stop that. Please stop that. I'm recording. We can hear it in the background. Tell him. Stop. Just stop. Just give us a minute, Dad. God forbid he use a broom. He's got to use the blower. Don't call it the blower. Oh, God. Well, it's called a blower. You know, I don't know. I'm keeping this in. I'm not. He, he can't use a broom. No, it's got a motor. I got to use something with the motor. Oh, my God. Blower. Anyway. Oh. Where were we? Uh, the, the, the worry. The worry. The worry. worry. And. Those listeners out there that have little babies, right? it just, you know, it, that's frustrating. But then it's just, you know, it, it, 
there's always something to worry about with your kids. And one, and you mentioned wanting to fix everything. And dad's dad's phrase was, "I can fix everything, anything but a broken heart." Yeah, what he would he always tells saying, us, "I can fix anything but a broken heart." Yeah, and that's true. And that's true. But that's why I think I was. I think maybe I was. You know, you can correct me, but I think I was very open with that. I was always open with tell me your feelings or or you know yeah. I'm, you could come to me with anything. Um, you know the no judgment zone and that kind of thing, and you could always call me. Um, we talked about feelings a lot for sure. Yeah. But I think that the, <laughs> you can tell me anything you, Lauren and I have always said that you don't have to say it. It reads it on your face. I, but I think yes. that as we get older, it's more of a, like, what do I do? What do I say? Like, it wasn't coming from a place of judgment. It was coming from a place of like, what do I do now? Or how do I, how do I handle this now when we come and chat with you <laughs> about anything? I know. I have a hard time. Yeah, it does read on my face. I can't, you can't get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't say anything. You didn't have to. It was like a lot of the arguments growing up in those teenage angst. So I saw it on your face. Yeah. You didn't have to say anything. Is there anything that you wish you knew before becoming a mom that no one told you? I th- Yeah, I think the amount of, am I doing this right? Always questioning yourself. Look, this is a job where you do not have to take a test. Uh-huh. So it's really go by the seat of your pants. Being on the other side of parenting, because that's pretty much done <laughs> for no, me. No, it, it's just different. Well, we'll get into it's that. Different. It's we'll different. Get, we'll get into it's that in a minute. very different. This is true. <laughs> you know, I think 95% of it is just common sense. But not knowing, you know, like, oh, oh my gosh, am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? And daddy was very supportive of that. You know, you know, oh, you're great, mom. No, you know what? Trusting you know what your you instincts. Need? Trusting your instincts, right, right. Trusting your instincts of a job that you have never done before mm-hmm. uh, and being thrown into it, Look, you know. Yeah. Is there anything that you would change about what you did parenting-wise? This isn't a trick question. There's not something in, on my mind that I would change. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, I think I would have, you know, I, I think I, as far as open in it, but I think as far as discipline and what I no no, no. I mean, like I would have given you more chores to do and more responsibility. I think you or, did great. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you did. But I mean, come on, even picking up the dog stuffs in the backyard, you know, you guys didn't do that. You didn't, you know, we didn't give you the hard stuff. Yeah. Having the responsibility and doing the dishes or doing, I didn't do that. And I don't know why, maybe because I was uh, fortunate enough to be a stay-at-home mom and, you know, worked in school districts so I could be home when you were home. So that was very fortunate. I wouldn't change that for anything. I think that, you know, maybe that and knowing that you could, you could have done a lot more than. I think that that's the people pleaser in you too, though, because you are the fixer and the doer. Yes. And like you just did, instead of asking somebody, you would just rather do it on your own. Right. So maybe that trickled into what? motherhood. That could be. That could be. I do think you guys gave us a good uh, work ethic, though. Like as soon as I was old enough to have a job, I had a job. Yes. I have been working since I was 13. Yes. And I have not ever gone through a phase where I didn't have a job. Okay. Now this. Uh-oh. So th- th- this was a pit and, and maybe a. Uh, a little error on my part, but I what? Remember, oh my gosh. I remember shit when you were in cheerleading and you got slammed in the face. Oh, and, this is the pit. This is the pit of parenting. So, 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 um, I went to practice to pick you up and you're all the girls run over to me. So, Becca, something's wrong with Becca. I, I'm good. I'm not going to laugh. 
but you had like half your eyelashes were gone because you got hit in the face with a shoe. <laughs> and you had a brand new babysitting gig that night with people we didn't even know. So, mom, I don't feel good. I really don't. You're fine. You're fine. Shake it off. You're good. You're good. We have a competition tomorrow. You're fine. And I, I'll take you to the, so I took you to the babysitter. I can't imagine what these people thought of me. We had never, they had never, it was my never first time babysitting. Me. Yes. Why am I showing up with my mom? And why does she not have any eyelashes on one of her eye? <laughs> but so I remember them saying, look, I'm going to stay with her just to make sure she's good. If you're okay with that. Um, but I, you know, she did have a little accident in practice today. <laughs> and are you sure she's okay? They said, because she looks like a pile of laundry over there. Like just, she'll be fine. Well, you work fine. I remember the dad asking me, is your equilibrium okay? And I said, what's your equilibrium? He said, do you feel like dizzy? I said, oh yeah, definitely. So daddy picked you up. I stayed with the kids and um, daddy called and said, well, she's throwing up blood. So I have a feeling we got to go to the ER. Oh my God. And now I'm, I'm at this people's house that I don't even know who they are. And oh, it was terrible. It was, yeah, that was bad. That was me. I ended up having a concussion, concussion. people. Yeah, sorry, long story. But yeah, she had a concussion and she was out. I was sitting, I was driving to the ER with dad and I driving was like another world. Like everything was passing by, like passing by really quickly. Like I could not focus. I couldn't even see straight. I had very much like tunnel vision. I could only see what was directly in front of me. Clearly, I was like huddled down on the floor of the car, just wanting to get there. And I just was puking up blood. And uh, they were like, yeah, she has a concussion. I was like, mom, you made me go to this big, we hold it. This is like an ongoing yeah, story was, of like, remember that time you made me go to babysitting? Like, you showed up for the job. That's all that we, you showed no, up. No, you know what that was? That was you not wanting to disappoint people and throwing me into the, like to the wolves. That's true. Okay. Well, you know what? You can look at it from both sides. <laughs> it's a funny story now, but, but yes. That was the, that was just the beginning of uh, both of us not wanting. And I didn't to even it. take money from the people because I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they went and they weren't like. I know. Well, we we were very insistent on. I was like, you know, I, I, it was, I, I know. I still can't believe. I yeah, that was crazy. That was the pit. That's a good pit. I that, forgot about the, that. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was pretty good. That. Mm. <laughs> so that's what you would change. Well, just yeah, I think yeah, but no, yeah, you girls have very good work ethic and all that and. But yeah, I think he could have, you know, helped out a little more and made you do stuff. All right. Great. What was it like during the hard moments as we got older? Being a parent to like, maybe not so much the scraped knees anymore, but like the heartbreak or the, we're now making decisions that maybe you don't agree with or all of that. What was that like? Um, yeah, again, we were lucky in the fact, well, I find out, years later that, you know, some things you went to. I always, uh, the best advice I ever got was from a um, nurse practitioner who said, tell your kids, call when they want to come home or, you know, or if they want to get out of a situation. And so when you would call and I would say, oh, we have to go to Uncle Tony, you know, give an excuse and you go, oh, I don't want to leave and make you leave. I'd always be the bad guy. I'd always yeah. be, you have to leave. I do remember, you know, talking to you, like I said, we were very open with each other. And I would always explain before you even had boyfriends that, you know, there's going to be a day where that heart's going to break. And, you know, you're going to feel like the sun's not coming up, but it will. And you'll get better. And with each relationship that ends, you learn something, you know, giving that whole mother talk. You learn something, you grow from each relationship you have. 
just remember. And then, of course, we got into that whole, you know, this is why it's important that you save this special wait relationship. Wait to have sex. Just say it, Ma. No. You don't need to just wait <laughs> because every relationship is going to feel special, but it might not be special. And and then, you know, then you do, you get that phone call and, you know, your child's crying on the other end that Alan was like, oh, this is... She's talking about me specifically. I, said, I called back- her in my first heartbreak for and sure. I said, oh, Beckham, remember we talked about it and you're going to grow and you're going to learn from this right now. It's tough, but just remember... It was nice that, you know, you, you didn't let the relationship get too deep, too far in. And then there was crickets. And then I, <laughs> I knew. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. The my virginity was girl, gone. My baby girl. And then you cried harder. And I, Now, mind you, I was grown and I was out of the house. It wasn't like, was, it was like. <laughs> she wasn't 12. Yeah. But she was a. You know, and and I just remember, you know, like oh, I was oh, silent on the other end. I remember, silent. and then I started crying even harder because I didn't want it. It wasn't because that that it made it hurt that much more. I was like, oh my god, now I'm telling my mom that I it's, took that step, and I'm she's gonna that be door was open. And, yeah, the door was open. Then she starts crying just because it's the milestone of what it is, and she's like, oh god, it's happening, it's happening. And I hope I didn't choose at that time to say I told you so. No, 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 you didn't. No, I don't think you've ever really said I told you so, which I've always yeah. appreciated. But yeah, I think that our community and our people definitely helped us not make such some really bad decisions. Like, yeah, weren't necessary. Like, I was always scared to get in trouble. Lauren yeah. was a little bit more rebellious, but she even never did anything that was like, no, no. I mean, but yeah, she yeah she would she tells us the stories years later. Like, yeah, she was no, really good at not. She, no, you did not. She was a she was good. She was she was she was good because she was the quiet and stealth one, and I was exactly. too loud about my shit. Yes, so. Exactly, exactly. You were too well. You're like me, hard on your sleeve, and she was. She knew what step not to step on that would creak when she yeah. was coming in late. Yeah, she was. She was good. She was good yeah. at that. But yeah. yeah. Oh wow, I forgot. Okay, so would you say that was probably like one of the harder ones? Even in my adult life? Yeah. You mean, you know. First heartbreak, yeah. Yeah, first I First heartbreaks, it's tough. And, you, and, and you know, you hear those. And you do, yeah, because everybody remembers. And I think everybody should have their heart broken once just to see <laughs> that you can rise from the ashes that you think you're standing in. Be the phoenix, people. Be the, Be the phoenix. phoenix. And, and, and it's true. And, and I think you girls do, whether it's girlfriend relationships or you know, any relationship, you know, you learn from them and then you grow. And you yeah. can move on and you know what you want and what you don't want in a relationship. Okay, this is a, this is a little bit of a harder one, I think. Maybe not. How do you think a mother's relationship with herself mirrors the way that she shows up as a mom? It's a tricky one. Yeah. I think that how you show up as a mother to your children are different if from sons to daughters. I would think. I don't have a son. But I think, you know, that whole woman thing in Daughters in. I think I did kind of fail on that respect because of my self-esteem issues that I grew up with. And you generational, know, right? And I think I put as much as I didn't want to do that, I think you girls picked up on like, oh, you know, mom, no, come and get in this picture. Or you know what I mean? Ooh, okay. And you you realize that, you know, well, why does mom not want to be in this picture? And oh, I don't like that picture of me. Oh, I don't, you know, and that kind of thing. And and I think maybe that fed into some of your girl, you, you know, and yeah. self-esteem and, and um, issues, you know, and what it is to be a woman. Like, 
well, no matter what shape your mother is, that's a woman and you should look up to them or whatever it is. But now like, no, mom doesn't think she's, you know, all that. Why? Right. I think that's something I should have, would have changed. Yeah. Maybe fix that in myself. But I think those things are, yeah, each generation, you know, you... Generation, society, especially in when we were growing up in like the late 80s and 90s, it was all about like the fad diets, I think, peaked then. Yeah. Yeah. All those. Yeah. So. And take the shake and you'll be great and all that. Yeah. And with me, with my generation, it was this model Twiggy that was, look, you know, mm. nothing. You know, she had nothing. She looked, you know. Her nickname was literally Twiggy. Is Exactly. <laughs> that says everything. Google her. I mean, really. But see, um, but that was the that was the beauty, right? And when you don't fit into that, I mean, I look at pictures now of myself back then. I'm like, I was not big. Yeah, I was not. Or like you didn't, you weren't, you weren't how you would judge yourself. Like exactly. how you thought about yourself wasn't reality. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, you look at a different lens when you're, you know, thirty years later. Right. Right. Okay. How is being a mom different now than when we were? than maybe when we were younger. Like, how do you think parenting is now? Because you're so a toddler harder. teacher. A thousand percent harder on Why? new moms now. Plain and simple, social media, the phones. Yeah. It's so much harder. I wouldn't, I, I, I don't know how I, they navigate around that. Having your child exposed to things that you don't even know that they're exposed to because they're on these, you know, computers and things. In my school, I teach at a Montessori school. So it's very... We don't have any computers. We don't have any anything because it's hands-on and, and they, they learn the old-fashioned way and they have enough of that at home. But I have a toddler, like if my phone should be in my bag, my toddler will take it out. And so that's why I got my goat on it because it would just start swiping and like, oh my goodness, there's a two-year-old that knows how to use a phone. Right. You know? So, and, and I think is the most... A uh, difficult thing in parenting today, I think, is to try to have, you know, a child with that social media and all that. Or even just being a parent and having access to the internet and Googling everything that could possibly be wrong or opening, like wanting to share something and then opening yourself up to everybody else's opinion on things right, too. Right, right. And if you're that person that takes those things in, you know, like I would be. Right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. My, I, I don't have a hard enough shell around me to be able to deal with that. Yeah. To, to, to ignore the negative comments. Yeah. I think that yeah. You would take it to heart. And I'm one of those people that, you know, there could be 25 wonderful things to say, but that one person that didn't like this or like, oh, you know, that, that's what you would focus on. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's the hardest thing in parenting today because everything else is, you know, pretty much what everybody's dealt with, but mm-hmm. yeah. But not the access to all of the material uh, yeah. things, oh, or just like yeah. buying things, like having like all all of these. You need something for every problem or every possibility. Where like I don't think there, there was that much. Like right. what we had, what you probably had in your diaper bag or mom bag is very different than what's probably in a mom bag now. Right, I would imagine. That's true. That's true. Okay, so transitioning from parenting through adulthood. That we mentioned this earlier, and I said we were going to circle back to this. We've had family meetings about <laughs> about this, very tear filled family meetings, because I think it circles back to you wanting that nerve that you said you feel about 
wanting to like be the fixer or fix all the problems or have all the answers mm-hmm. and letting go. How do you think that's been difficult, I guess? It is because when you see your child, you know, doing things and maybe going down, and like, oh, this isn't going to end well. This isn't going to be, but you got to let them fall. And it's so hard not to let them fall because you go back to that skin knee, you know, you don't want to, but, and now when they're grown up, those skin knees are more of life choices. That's tough. That's tough. I mean, one thing that we discussed when you girls both graduated, we didn't want you to go out on your own, like you go from school to, oh, I'm going to go get my apartment and I'm going to do this. When they, you know, we're like, well, why don't you move home? And oh, I'm not coming home. And, and that was tough to have you come home. But when I think you both realize like, let's go save money so we can buy something because it's so hard to put one foot in front of the other when you're paying rent and trying to save for a house or whatever. Yeah, that was tough. I think that me coming home afterwards was tough because I had just spent four years on my own. And I think that when I came home, you guys didn't know how to, which of course you don't because you've never experienced it before. It wasn't a, it was, has, this is not a negative, uh, hit on you guys, but me wanting to just come and go as I wanted. Yeah. yeah. It was tough. Where are you going? going? Yeah. Well, I'm out. I'm going out. What? Where? Yeah. yeah. The who, yeah. what, where, whens, and whys of it all and right. coming home late. Right. Well, well, I can't sleep until you get home. And it's like, well, that's a you problem, not a me problem. And <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's tough. But then there was it's- also that weird part of like the boundaries that I don't think we ever thought we needed to, again, because I was the firstborn. Um, boundaries that you don't think you need to have the conversations until it boils over into an argument. And you're like, well, these are boundaries that like, if you're, if we need, if we're going to be coexisting together, then we need to kind of have this conversation about what it's going to be like. So I feel like it had to get to like that high intense conversation. Right. Well, actually it's that, yeah, that should be a conversation when you were moving back in. Right. You know, like what is this going to look like? Right. Exactly. But we were, it wasn't, like that we didn't I know. make dinner you know for everybody and then you now I'm go, I'm not gonna be home for dinner what what do you mean you're not gonna be home for dinner you know yeah yeah especially dinners I think because that was something growing up that we always did always we always, always like had dinner, dinner together always and even in college I would come home on Sundays for like Sunday family dinner still yeah. to do my laundry and stuff yeah. so when that was like oh I don't know I don't know when I'm gonna be around I was like oh well like <laughs> it kind of pulls on your heart str- and, and hindsight now I can understand it does. But at first it was just an annoyance of mine. Like, just let go. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. When we ended up having to have the conversation because Lauren and I were like, okay, we got to talk to him. Like we have to talk and not not to punish you guys, just to try and find some common ground. Yeah. And Lauren worded it perfectly when she said, and I think this made you and dad both cry when we all sat down and she was like, you guys just, this is when we knew probably Lauren was going to go into the counseling world <laughs> because she had said, I think you and dad just need to trust that you've done a really good job. Yeah. And, that, and she, you were like, well, I guess you don't need me anymore. It's like, no, we do, but we just need you differently. Yes. And I think that that's where the difference came from. Like, we just need to shift. If anything, this is the more fun part because, <laughs> yes. because now it's like a new fun where, you know, you don't need to be the hand holding anymore. It's more right, so right. just like the trust that I've done a good job and that they're going to make good decisions. Right. That's now we can just have fun and have wine together out back. It doesn't need to be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's more of the, the friendship now can grow. Yeah. 
which is like still we'll still call you on how how do I cook a chicken breast or I still call you with medicine bottles of like hey it says take two pills every six hours how many should I take well you take two every what time did you take it (laughs) chicken in my refrigerator for seven days okay to eat yeah so I think Yes. So I think as much as we like want that freedom, there's still those times where it's like, well, what's now it's the reverse where mom didn't like Lauren will tell me mom didn't call me today. Did she call you? Did she talk to you? She didn't answer me. Did she answer you? And then we'll just like jokingly like, you know, so it's kind of the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, you're like, oh, I didn't even have my phone on me. It didn't even ring. <laughs> but all those memes and videos of like parent becoming the adult and <laughs> calling your mom 17 times a day like those memes are funny and we it's send them to each other because it's you know it's honest it's real it's, it's it is absolutely real it's so funny uh, yeah, so lauren will, lauren will call me and say, you know where are you you're not home oh my god you're locating me speaking yep. of technology i don't know i think that's a blessing and a curse it is 100 percent, 100 percent blessed especially with anxieties because like god forbid i'm out somewhere yeah, we were going to call the SWAT team on dad because we didn't know where oh, he yeah. was. And he was, his phone recorded he was in the middle of the woods. So Lauren, right away, oh my gosh, you got- He wasn't answering anybody. We thought something absolutely horrible happened. And here the poor man went to help this, this <laughs> his, her, his friend's uh, friend with her air conditioner because it was so bloody hot. He left so he the couldn't answer the, the phone, but- He left the phone in the car. And the car looked like it was in the middle of the woods. We're going to call the SWAT team to go find them. FBI, where? What do we call? Who do we call? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But no, it is. Yeah. I I, I always tell you guys, I don't use it to snoop. I use it like, okay, they're home. Okay, they're home. We're good. They're home. What if I wasn't? Yeah, well, they're Like, God forbid I'm out on a date somewhere and you don't know where I'm at. Well, what are you doing? Where are you at? I think we're over that hump, though. I think you would just be like, oh, you'd ask Lauren. Yeah. (laughs) You know what it is? Because Lauren will know. Lauren will she, know. She's she going to She won't. You won't. You wouldn't ask me directly. I think you would just find. Uh, you would ask her instead. I know. What advice would you give moms of the world today that are like just, you know, if Lauren and I had kids, what would you be telling us? I guess that, you know, drive carpool. Isn't drive that carpool? Drive carpool when they're young. No what does that wants, mean? No one wants to pick up from a dance. No one wants to, but be the parent and be quiet, and then listen to the girls Catholic <gasps> back, and you can hear everything. And then you, just a day or so later, say, hey, Beppo, what about little Susie? What was going on with her? Well, I couldn't believe, Mom, what she was doing, but, you know, and, and that kind of thing. Oh, my God, this is not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to be like, trust your instincts. You like- Well, that's true, that's true, but, that, but I'm just saying, you know, just drive carpool and don't judge, just keep listening. And then sooner or later, I think your friends even say, can you believe that, Mrs. D? Really? Yeah, what did you think about that? And just, you know, and also, um, again, like I had said before, have your child call you no matter what. And don't pass judgment if they're a little, you know, tipsy. You'd rather <laughs> call you yeah, than try to get in the way. And I say, I, no questions asked, get in the car or, yep, I'm going to be there, pick you up. Let me be the bad guy. And um yeah, I think that I think that you did do a good job, of that, especially when cell phones came about. You and Dad were always like, "I don't care where you're at, just yep. call me if you need me." Yep. And we definitely did take you up on that. You did, you did, and and you know, I hear you on. I can't believe she's coming up to pick me up. Uh, yeah, we always made you sound like night. you guys were the annoying ones when really we wanted to get yep. out of the situation. Absolutely. 
But yeah, but yeah, I think, like I said, yeah, 95% of parenting is instincts. I like that though, driving carpool. I never even thought of that. Just listening Drive to what we carpool. saw. Carpool. Yep. After all the school dances or... Actually, no one, no parent wants to go out, you know, oh, I don't know. Yep. Pick them up because then you find out what happened in that school dance. But again, don't pass <laughs> judgment. Don't say anything because they forget you're there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Is there any, is there, was this as scary as you thought it was going to be? No, it wasn't. I just, I don't know whether it was, I, you know, I'm sure it was entertaining, I guess. I oh my God. Do you see, guys, this is a perfect example. This, this is how I grew up. This I is know. exactly it. No, I doubt, I doubt, and I shouldn't doubt myself. That's self-doubt. It's, it, it is. Yes. I think you offered some great advice. We had some excellent story times. We talked about when I told you I lost my virginity, mom. So, yep. you know. <laughs> I know. Just, yeah, don't be shy with your kids. You can't be shy with your kids. Yeah, communication um, is key for sure. Yeah. And you know what? Those difficult talks, have them in the car. Then there's no eye contact. There you go. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good parenting tip. Yeah. Have them, yeah, no eye contact. And then at the end of the difficult conversation, take your kid to Dairy Queen. Because <laughs> you're going to need the ice cream. This is, I mean, yes. But there's no, you know what I mean? But there's no... Emotional eating at its finest. Emotional eating at its finest. This is why Weight Watchers makes the money. Mom! Oh, my God. All right. Jesus. All right. He can cut that out, right? He can cut that out. No, he can leave it. It's okay. That, that is why, though. I mean, it's true. You know, this is why these industries exist, because... Yes, enjoy your kids. They're not a chore. Oh, that's a good one. See, look at you. Look at you. You're just one off in these. I know. The very end, you're really coming in clutch. But they're not a chore. They really are. Oh, my God. No. All right. Good. Well, thanks for being a great mom. Yes, I'm so proud of you. And look. Thanks. Guys, didn't shed a tear. I know. I'm actually kind of pissed about it. I know. Well, give me a minute. I can sleep (laughs) one out. I was kind of hoping we were going to get a tear out of you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You'll see my mom on the socials eventually. You're not. You're not really on there. I know here because you know. Yeah, I'll I'll post more of you though because you know it's what? funny moments. Uh, it's my birthday too, so we will definitely have pictures. Yes, there you go. Well, See, get in the pictures, guys. Get in the pictures. Get in the pictures. All right. Well, thanks for being a good sport and being on with, All right. with us. All right. I hope. I hope this turns out. It is. Oh my gosh! This is. I hope that they hear this, and it's just going to be so like. Oh yeah. There you go. Everything she talks about is making perfect sense. They're like, we're well, now we know where Becca gets it from. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I appreciate you being a good sport. I think this was great. I think we talked about all the things. I think you gave great advice. So thank you for being here. I know this was very much outside your comfort zone. It is very much. I'm I'm ringing wet, but it's <laughs> ringing wet. I'm ringing wet. That could be you taking so much. She's talking about sweat. Oh, we God. gotta get out of here. Sweat. We gotta get out of here. We gotta. Oh, what the. Oh my we gotta Lord. get out of here. All right, I love you. I'm All right, proud. I love you too. Everybody, don't forget, shake your ass. Go be great. Hey, this is Andrea, and I'm the host of the Balance and Bliss podcast. Your girl loves to chat. And if you're looking to connect with your body in a physical, mental, and more intentional way, then come tune in with me weekly as I share with you relatable and actionable things you can do on your pursuit to wellness and happiness. Come on over. You deserve a little more bliss in your life.